The following comes to you through Podbean.com. In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to another In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. I am Sylvia Stein, and I'm indie author Sylvia Stein. And today, get ready for another amazing one-on-one. And today, I have the pleasure, and I'm so excited about this. I I, I get very excited about my guests, but I'm really excited to have her today. Uh, she is a debut author, um, and her name is Rebecca Varon, and she was also my editor in chief at Odyssey, at SNHU Odyssey, and I'm really, really happy to have her today on this rain, well, for me, it's a rainy day here in North Carolina. I don't know in her neck of the woods, but without further ado, I want to welcome uh, Rebecca Varon. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Sylvia. It is rainy here in Rhode Island as well, (laughs) probably (laughs) up the entire East Coast here. (laughs) Oh, no. I know, right? It's like I woke up and it's like I like rain, don't get me wrong, but it was gloomy outside and I was like, so I had to play that raindrops running on my head. I played that song (laughs) yesterday and I didn't feel any better. (laughs) (laughs) And and of course, that's a joke, guys. Of course, I, you know, I kind of lightened my mood a little bit, but I had somebody call me a relative and say, you know, you know, you that was hilarious. I thought that was funny, and I said, "Yeah, I try to, I try that from time to time." <laughs> but, um, but I wanted to, of course, uh, you you were my editor in chief, a wonderful editor in chief that I've had at Odyssey. I miss everyone, everyone. I say hello to everybody at SNHU Odyssey. Miss you guys, and uh, miss you too. Thank you, and uh, you're because she's very organized, guys. That's one thing about Rebecca, <laughs> organized, and and you know she knows how to. Cross her T's, dot her I's, everything. And uh, I was so excited when she said, you know, she wanted to be on the podcast. And, you know, I want her, you know, to tell us more about herself and share about her, you know, debut as an author, which is coming up for her too. So I won't take up more of that time. I want her, all the listeners and fans or, you know, people that that know Rebecca, friends, family, and other new, new viewers that are, that tune in. I want you to get to know her. So tell us about yourself, Rebecca. Sure. Um, so I was born and raised here in West Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, mm-hmm. Very small state. No, I am not part of New York. It's a separate state on its own. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was born and raised here. Um, I have two older sisters, um, mm-hmm. two fantastic parents, and they've been nothing but supportive through any career decisions that I have made um, throughout my beginning mm-hmm. writing career and other things. Um, basically, cool. I... I actually wanted to be a veterinarian when I was in high school. Oh, wow. And I had this amazing teacher my junior year of high school who was teaching Mm -hmm. honors English at the time. And she was a very strict, very difficult teacher. Actually, the the lowest grade I ever got in an English class. Oh, boy. Um, But she 
really showed her love for literature and her love for writing, and it definitely rubbed off on me and made me want to go that route. So I completely changed from wanting to be a veterinarian um, and chose to be an English major. Wow. Um, my college career was a little bit rough. Um, started at Monmouth University and then transferred over to Franklin Pierce University. Yeah. And then for some pretty serious personal reasons, I left Franklin Pierce um, right before graduation and found myself at Southern New Hampshire University online to finish my degree, which I just finished and Yay. it was officially sent to me. I have it um, in my hand this month. I just got it a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. And so thank you so much. Um, so yeah, I have a, a bachelor's of arts in English Ooh. and creative writing. And um, the next plan is to go on to graduate school to do secondary education so I can be a high school English teacher. Wow. It's like, my God, you do it all. I don't know how you find the time. <laughs> it's like, She's, and like I said, and, and not only that, but just to keep yourself so organized like you do. Because like I said, you were my editor-in-chief. You run SNHU Odyssey really well. And to do it all, tell us how you do that. Yeah, honestly, I think a lot of it comes from the influence of my parents. They're both super dependable people and very organized themselves. Um, and I've always been super organized, even through high school and college and yes. everything like that. Um, I've kind of honed in on my, my leadership <coughs> skills. Yes, but exactly. when it comes to Odyssey, it's it's more about management than it is anything else. And we've got 50-plus writers who are all trying to share their own individual voices. So somebody's got to be the backbone and, and kind of be the strict one in order to get that accomplished and to get people to reach their goals. So I've just taken on that role to make sure yes. that yeah. um, we as a team and as a community are successful in sharing our voices. Wow, that's amazing. And I wanted to, uh, and, and uh, I'm going to get back to the Odyssey, uh, you being the editor-in-chief there, but I wanted to touch back on what you said before. Uh, as again, congratulations on graduating from SNHU, Southern New Hampshire Thank University. You. I'm an alumni myself, so woohoo, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I know that you had, a, you know, different paths that you had to follow, you know, and sometimes for personal reasons and stuff, we go through different things we have to change to make it better, but I wanted to go back to where you said about, you know, you started out trying to be a, a veterinarian and then you had this English, very strict English teacher. And it's almost like she shook the course of what you wanted to do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and now you're going full, you know, you're, you're trying to be an English teacher. And I, and it amazes me, like you took one thing that happened that wasn't so great, but you made it into a positive thing. It's kind of like when people hand you lemons, you make lemonade, mm -hmm. kind of like yeah. a thing. And would you say that that's, that's correct or? Yeah. I mean, I remember having a conversation with my father about it because I always have been the, the academic guru in our family and, mm -hmm. um, you know, the one who always gets straight A's and yeah. my parents didn't expect anything less at that point. Yeah. And like I said, I, I actually had a C at midterm grade, which, which never happened wow. <laughs> um, in my yeah. life. And so my dad and I had sat down and talked about it and, you know, he basically gave me the speech about as long as you're putting in a hundred percent of your effort, that he's fine, regardless of what the, yeah. the grade is and what the outcome is. Yeah. So I just learned to dig my heels in a little bit and I ended up falling in love with studying literature and, and wanting to share those ideas and morals with other people. That that's beautiful, and 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 I and I also love the fact that you, your parents are obviously a big um, influence. You know, you really you you have a obviously very supportive family in general. Mm -hmm. But your parents, because you mentioned them quite a bit, 
and and I know and I know that working with you at Odyssey when I used to see your posts you always um uh, you know bringing up how important they are in your lives. Mm-hmm. Can you can you share you know your closeness with that? I know that's a little bit off topic if you want to but kind of say yeah. like you know because uh, you know shout out to your parents both of them and your family but in general you know the closeness you're very close to them obviously so what does right. their support mean uh, have meant to you? Um, if I'm honest with you, my parents have saved my life several times. Um, they, they're incredible people, um, and the love that they have for each other is a wonderful example of what Aww. I would be looking for in finding a future husband. Yes. Um, and so that in itself is huge. But when it comes to my sisters and I, they have done nothing but support where we're headed and, and what we want to do. Um, but on top of that, my parents are kind of the, the cornerstone of our Christian faith. Um, we yes. attend a Southern Baptist church mm-hmm. and our, our relationship, our individual relationship with yes. God is a, a really big part of each of our lives. Um, and so for them to be able to have yes. our backs and to teach us that as we were growing up is, is huge. Um, yes. I have nothing, nothing but respect for my parents. Um, and kind of what separates them from different parents is that they're willing to get down on their kids' levels and talk with them and, you know, put themselves in situations that they wouldn't necessarily want to be in and kind of talk about their lives and what they've been through that has been hard and messy um, so that they can relate to us and so that we feel like we're not alone. And that's an amazing thing. I remember um, when I first left Franklin Pierce, uh, my dad was actually one of the biggest reasons I I came home. Um, He told me his story and obviously not going to share details because that's his life. Yes, Um, of course. he told me his story, and it, it, it broke me at my core, honestly, oh. um, and made me realize that he did get it, even though I didn't think he did, um, and that I needed to go home where the true support system that I had yes. had always been that I had pretended yes. wasn't there. Yes. Um, so they're, they're just both incredibly amazing people, um, and I thank God for them every single day. And that that's beautiful. It's like uh, hearing you say that, you know, you're, you... What I love about that, the honesty you share with your parents, the love, and of course the faith, because faith is a big part of my life as well. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that you mentioned that also is, is at the cornerstone of, of, of you all being a great family and the support Absolutely. system. So my, my uh, a, a big shout out to all your family and they're listening and I know they'll be touched by hearing this later, you know, from you. Yes. And it's, it's so nice how, how you brought that up. So family is a big part and I'm glad you have the great support system that you have. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. I'm to make her weepy so early on in our interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Rebecca's like, this is, I didn't know I was going to start doing this in the podcast. <laughs> that's okay. No, but, um, and getting back to, um, your editor in chief, uh, duties and stuff. Um, do you feel like when you first started, you know, before you started, uh, with Odyssey, did you feel like after you chose, hello? Did you feel after you chose your writing skill uh, or your writing path, um, did you ever uh, know that you were going to be in this in this role or uh, how did that come about? Yes. Um, and so I was like, what is this all about? 
a writer, uh, yes. figuring that it would give me an outlet to just use my creative voice and yes. start building a portfolio. Yep. Um, and I was only there probably three or four weeks when our editor-in-chief decided to step down and had mm. recommended myself and a couple of other people to be her um, replacement. And so yeah. they just interviewed me, and I had a conversation with, um, at the time, her name was Samantha, our managing editor. and um, Shout out to Samantha. <laughs> yes, definitely love her. Um, but at the time, I had a conversation with her, and she liked what I was feeling and, and the heart behind everything and decided to go ahead and go forward with me as EIC. Yes, exactly. Wow, that that's beautiful. So, and and then that's you know that I was I was working I, I was there a few months before, and then you 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 took over as editor in chief. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And uh, shout out to our former editor Carissa. Hi. Yes. <laughs> and then Rebecca took over, and she and the first thing was I want to get to know you guys. Uh, please, uh, you know, fill out a thing, and I I got on a video with you for a little bit, and you were really mm-hmm. friendly. And that's how we, you know, that's why we, how we came to be. So I, I, I do see that you take your role very seriously and that you really enjoy the community at SNHU and you're trying to grow it as much as you want. And I, I noticed that. And like I said, it's, uh, it's really wonderful to see that because there's always a journey that uh, as writers we, or path we follow. And I think you're, you're on the right one. You know, I see that uh, as a writer, you're a good writer. And I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. But as, as an editor also, I see how much dedication you put in, your, in what you do. So that, that's, that's, I'm always really grateful for everything I've learned when I was there and, uh, and continue to learn every day. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you for your kind words, Sylvia. Oh, anytime. That's, that's, that's what my, you know, people say, hey, if I ever need an app, I'm going to get you to say some words in the morning. I'm like, no, there's no need to do that. But, but thank you. <laughs> But, but um, the other thing is, tell us about your writing. Like, where are you going to with now? Like, because uh, I know I've said debut author. I want you to share your journey as far as writing, how it began for you, as far as it, when, when you knew you wanted to write, like, uh, like uh, stories or, or, or bios or memoirs. Like, when did you know you wanted to do that? Sure. So that journey began in high school as well. Um, I had taken a creative writing class. It was the first one that I had ever been exposed to. Yeah. And we were writing different forms of poetry, a couple of short stories here and there, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic yes, of course. Um, to be able to create your own world and, and have other people fall into that. And um, so that's kind of where it started, and I had mm. thought that I was going to be a poet um, okay. going into college. Yes. And so I, I took a couple of poetry courses in my creative writing career at the different schools that I was at, mm-hmm. and I came across at my second school a professor who basically told me I had no future in poetry oh my and gosh. was rather rough um, oh boy. On, on my creative writing um, oh no. portfolios and things. And so that was kind of a punch in the gut to me, um, and I honestly took it to way too much to heart and believed him Mm. um and so i stepped away from poetry and started kind of exploring other avenues within creative writing and i found myself in a creative nonfiction course which i thought was going to be extremely boring (laughs) um so shout out to dr donna decker at Mm. franklin pierce university she is fantastic um wonderful professor and she 
way yeah. that that course was run um, was mostly for science students at that okay. point okay. to get them exposure into the writing world. Yes. Um, and I was the only English major in that course um, when I took it, which was mind-boggling to me. But um, <laughs> And I absolutely fell in love with nonfiction. I wrote my first memoir wow. in that course, um, got really raw and emotional um, in that memoir, and just realized that that's what I'm good at. Yeah. And so now that's the path that I have been following. Um, I'm working on a memoir now um, that gets very, very deep and emotional into my life um, and the, some of the decisions I've made that I regret and, and how God has fixed those things and, yes. and made my life what he needs it to be. Yes. And so those things are, you know, that, that course, that nonfiction course is really what started it for me. Wow. It's, and that's what I was going to say again. But how you turned another thing that, like you said, you you had a creative writing class and you had a very rough teacher. You you wanted you thought you wanted to do poetry or start with that, and it he kind of gave you like uh you know kind of like not a very good because we have to go through these steps though as writers um okay. is you you have to have thick skin which obviously you did even though you said it kind of you know it kind of like you took it to heart. However. You, you, there was another path for you because they they always say that a path, uh, there's always a road that leads us to a different path. It's like a, right. you know, and for you, it was that nonfiction course and that you thought was going to be boring. It turned out to be one of the best things you've taken thanks to that uh, professor you mentioned, Donna Decker, I think you said, yes, professor. Yeah. And shout out to her as well. And, and the fact that you were able to get emotional and write out your memoir, which is what you're currently working on. And it sounds like it's going to be one of those that is going to be heart-wrenching, but, it, but you know, it's going to bring about a lot for the reader. And uh, I commend you for being able to write that down, put it on paper, and, and get it and get that all out. Because, it, you, you know, you're writing from a place where you're writing about you or, or some, you know, a story that, that's going to, you know, that has happened to you or, or other and you're sharing that with all your readers. So that's, yeah. that's wow. That's like I said, you know, you're again, turning something that could have been, you know, uh, taken for some, you know, for some of us, we don't have the, you know, and I know a lot of other writers that have gone through it. We all have gone through it, but as far as uh, taking criticism and it's not our favorite thing, but instead of letting it, you knock you down, you rose right back up. So I, I admire that, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not easy, you know, because, uh, you know, when we write something, it's very private to us. I don't know if you feel that way when you write Absolutely. and then you have to share it or, or, and, and, and then it reminds you of those things that thank God, you know, you were able to work them out. Of course, I'm not going to give any spoilers because obviously you want your readers to read it later on, right. but, but it, you know, you want to, you don't want. You want to share that, but at the same time, you're a little scared to do it. Like when you, you know, especially when you get to that point, I don't know if you're there yet, but you will be where you write it and then you're ready to publish it. You get, you will get very emotional when you do mm -hmm. that. Because when you write it, it's one thing, of course, but once you publish it and it goes out, you'll feel a lot of other emotions coming yes. through. So I don't know if, if uh, so how, um, when can we expect this uh, memoir to come out? Um, I worked on, what I basically started with was the hardest part that I knew would be the most difficult to write. Mm -hmm. And and so I wrote that first yes. um, while 
my career for Southern New Hampshire University. Yes. Um, and so I, I wrote that as my final assignment to kind of kickstart me off into a full-length memoir. So I will be publishing that section of the memoir, okay. um, hopefully within the next month or so. Okay. And then the rest of it, will I will piece it together slowly, and hopefully it will come together in a, a full uh, memoir by... I would say mid two thousand eighteen. Okay, well that that's that's still like I said, if you're working on something for now, and and we'll we we'll get to see a taste of of it soon, and then we'll 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 look forward to more because I'm pretty sure once your work comes out, there's going to be a lot of readers wanting to to look into your work and learn more about you. Because I mean I I've, so. <laughs> I've read your articles and they're really really good. So thank you. You know you have a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, articles. You write from all angles, mm. different things, and uh, or you combine things as uh, an odyssey, where like you combine a favorite show and you put your own spin to whatever advice you want to give. So mm. I commend you for that too. So thank you. Good, good work there. But um, like I said, um, uh, so what kind of stories, okay, I know you're working on memoirs and that's great. So what kind of stories uh, do you like to write? Do you think that'll be something you'll be sticking with? Have you gotten back to poetry? Um, or... um, I haven't written too much poetry lately, okay. um, but it's still there. I still, okay. still write it sometimes. I more have turned into human interest stories where they're highly relatable to people, um, I guess probably mostly college students at this point, mm -hmm. but really anybody who's been through anything difficult, um, they would be able to, to relate to my pieces, and that's my goal. My, okay. I've always said to myself, if I can change one person's life, one person's mind by what I write, then that's completely worth it. And I am striving to write the things that I would have liked to read when I was struggling. Yes, yes. So I was going to say, what is your biggest motivation? You kind of answered that. Um, you want to create stories that will bring a message, kind of a hope, and that there is something like that, right? Is that is that, that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, as of right now, Southern Baptists kind of get a bad rap for um, how we handle situations or our opinions on things, and so... I just want to get vulnerable with people and, and show them where we're coming from and how God has really worked in our lives to be able for us to be able to say um, the things that we're saying or for me to write about what I'm writing about. Um, because really, he has been the author in my life um, since day one. And yeah. so I want to be able to, to show the work that he's done and, and the things that he's done in my life. Yes. It, basically, gratitude. You're giving uh, gratitude and thanking him for all the steps that that have led you to this point, correct? Absolutely, yes. yes. And then that's the that's the main thing I was gonna say. What is the main message in your stories or in the the narrative you're trying to write? Um, could you? Is there something you can add to that that you said? Yeah, I mean, my my tagline that I like to use for my writing in general is writing that takes you beyond yourself, heartbreaking, loving, intentional, and emotional. And, and we want people to be able to get down on our levels as writers and to understand where we're coming from. And for me, if they can see the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit and then the light of Christ as well, that's that's my ultimate goal. Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, obviously you're debuting as an author um, and you're planning your memoirs for right now. Is that the, the current work that you have going Right now, or are there any, uh, or have you already started thinking about other books you may write? Yeah, so 
also begun a dystopian piece, um, sort of along the lines of like a Hunger Games type thing, but very different as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to write what I like to read and see how that goes. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll put your own spin to it and I'm sure it'll be great because, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything you can't do as far as, in my opinion, it, it, once you put your mind to it, because I see how hard you work to, to you know, in everything you do. So I just see positive things going your way. Thank you, Sylvia. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's the way I look at it. When I see, you know, all the work you put into everything, effort in your teams and, and you know, as, as an editor and as well as a person, overall great person, you know. When I look at your posts, you know, and stuff, and we talk, you're, you you always have a lot of, like, positiveness or quotes that are positive. I don't know if that, that's another inspiring thing. Of course, it's faith, but you love to also motivate others. Because um, there's a uh, there's another uh, thing you do for, um, uh, for people, right, as far as... Uh, uh, for people that are going to struggles at, in a uh, in a crisis, I believe you do that also. Yes, yep. I'm a I'm a crisis intervention counselor with Crisis Text Line, um, and I have also worked with several nonprofit organizations to help those who are um, at risk for suicide and self harm. And and that's not an easy thing to talk about, or or you know, for people that are going through struggles now. So it it like I said, it's important to make people aware that there is help, like you've said, um, in any way, like writing, you do it through writing and, and the, you know, your memoir, that's going to be more personal about your own story. But I know that, um, there is, you know, there's, that's what I see when I, when you talk, especially with this interview that you were so gracious to come to do in our podcast is that as a debut author editor, but you're an overall, uh, just trying to help people. At least that's what I see. Like you, you're always hoping to, you know, send a message to try to help others. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that that is what I am called to do. Um, is is to be to be there for people, and you know, it's it's always easier to get through this life if you know that there's somebody who has been there and has gone through what you have gone through. And I know that. With me, my, my in my personal life, um, things would be very different if I didn't have those people. Um, there is actually a, a woman, her name is Janine, who goes to my church, who was able to, to help me out just by being able to relate to me and hearing me out with my, with my life and my situations. And I was in a very dark place, and she was able to kind of scratch that off and, and show me the light and get me back to where I needed to be. So if I could be that for, for other people, that's... That would be amazing. That that like I said, it's it's uh, not easy to say, but it's it's uh, to acknowledge it and to to be a testament for that is 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 beautiful to hear because you're you like I said you're an overall good person and you you know you're a writer you're an editor but you also care about people and that's that's important you know as an artist especially you know this show or this podcast is for artists and. For uh, that's that's the thing I look for, like paving forward to other towards others, and that's one of the things I like to do, and that's why I like to have artists share and come in. You know, it's like a little chat we're having, you know, about mm-hmm. you, and and listeners get to hear about you. So, but um, 
what, what I was going to say is what advice do you have for others, other writers or anything, any advice that has helped you that you would like to share uh, while people are tuning in today? Sure. A couple of things. Um, first, do not ever throw away any drafts ever. <laughs> um, everything that you write down or type on your computer, regardless of what the method is that you do it, yeah. um, save it. You know, don't throw it away because that was an idea somewhere. And I usually have a notebook with me. If I don't, I put it in my phone because if I'm driving and a thought comes to my mind for a storyline or Mm -hmm. where I want to head with a certain story, I jot it down because you will forget it and you will kick yourself about it later. Yes, yes. Um, So (laughs) definitely save your drafts and have something with you to write stuff down at all times. Um, But probably one of the most important things came from um, a conversation with my dad. He told me that if you set your heart to anything and if you're really passionate about something you'll figure out a way to make it work and I think that that's something really important for writing you know you're surrounded by people who are very subjective opinions who say Mm -hmm. they don't like your stuff or they don't want to read your stuff um that you you don't know what you're doing you're not a good writer you're an amateur a million things that I have heard and if I allowed those to beat me down I would not be a writer at this point and you know but you have to keep your eyes forward um, and, and keep moving on and tell yourself that you can do it and then put yourself in the place where you need to do it. Yes, exactly, exactly. I agree 100%. Now, uh, is there a website or do you have uh, where, where your uh, fans or, or readers can connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a couple of them. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can search Rebecca Varen Author on Facebook. I also have a website. It's RebeccaVarin.com. And I, my Odyssey page, um, which I share most of my pieces on my Facebook page anyway, but it's theodysseyonline.com um, slash the at symbol and then B-E-K-K-A-S-S-S. And um, you'll find all of my Odyssey articles there. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Now, the other thing is, is uh, what is something we don't, that we've, uh, we've asked a lot of questions today but what is something we don't know about you that we like to share if you want to on, on our podcast? Interesting. Um, <laughs> well, I, I feel like I always use this as my go-to answer, but um, I was an NCAA collegiate bowler oh my. Um, when I was in college. And so I am a competitive bowler still, not quite professional yet, um, but I do bowl um, regularly and wow. in competitions, state and national levels. Wow. What? I, I, I've seen those posts, but I was like, oh my God. It's like I said, another thing that you do well is it's, uh, you do it all. It's like, I don't, it's like that book. I don't know how she does it. That, that's your title today. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> Rebecca Barron, <laughs> but, uh, oh <laughs> it's been so wonderful to have you, Rebecca. You've been such a breath of fresh air to our, to these, this podcast here in the artist realm. Uh, like I said, I'm your, the humble host, uh, uh, Sylvia Stein. I, I'm an indie author and I love to have other artists come and share their work and to have you today has been amazing and an honor. And I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you all for tuning in. And I will leave you with this jazzy 44th Street Long from GarageBand, which I love. And I will let you go, and uh, I will talk to you all later. And thanks again, Rebecca, for joining us. Thank you.